0: Welcome to Real Truth, Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I'm well, thank you. All right. Well, listen, today's question goes like this. We're talking about the LGBT community. Yep. Has the church, and when I say church, the big C church, failed that community? Well, that's a, a question that I think if we asked them, they would say without a question that we have. In fact, uh, in 2004, I gave a message, and uh, it was about homosexuality and same-sex marriage which now let's expand that just to the whole, as you said, LGBTQ community. And uh, I titled that message, An Apology, An Answer in an Assignment. And I spent the very first part of this saying exactly yes to this question, that the church has failed it. And I, I think really it's, it's failed it on two separate roads and let's talk about what I think we can do so we don't keep failing it. The first thing I would do whenever I'm, I'm having a conversation with a friend, um, who's a part of uh, any community is I would, when they're telling me uh, how I'm doing I want to listen to them. The, the Bible says in Proverbs eighteen two, the fool does not delight in understanding but only in revealing his own mind. He who gives an answer, it says a little bit later I think in verse 13 of chapter 18, he who gives an answer before he hears it is a folly and a shame to him. And so I think we need to listen to our friends uh, when they say hey you guys have really failed me. Now listen, it, they may not like when I say this, okay, my friends who struggle with same-sex attraction or gender dysphoria or whatever it might be, but if they say you fail me because you're telling me what I'm doing is a sin and God made me this way and uh, and so don't tell me that that I can't be who God made me to be because you're failing me if you do, then we're gonna have a really difficult conversation because, you know, as I say a lot, man, I am, I am a steward of the mysteries of God and a servant of Christ and so my job is not to, uh, make up things. My job is to uh, share what the Word of God says. All right. Now I know there are some people that believe that, uh, that when you read the Bible and you understand Romans 1 to be a place that talks against homosexuality, as it's commonly practiced today, you're misinterpreting the scripture. This is not a real truth real quick on that. But I am saying that churches today that tell people that are part of the LGBTQ community, that what they're doing is fine, God loves them and makes them that way, they're telling a half-truth, man, God absolutely loves them. Okay, God didn't make them that way, sin made them that way. Just like sin has made me uh, a guy that is not prone towards fidelity in my own right. Um, And so, you know, we did a whole real truth real quick on gay conversion therapy and reparative therapy and the nonsense that that is. I would beg folks to watch that. But let me tell you, just because you kiss somebody to say, you're doing what you should do, you go, go ahead and go keep going that, that is a deceitful kiss, all right, and not a faithful wound. So some of the church is not serving any of us well when they don't call what the Bible calls sin, <clears throat> sin, okay? That is encouraging error, and it's not going to go well for folks when they do that. It's a conspiracy amongst the prophets. Yeah, you've really got two sides. you got that side, then you've got the Westboro Baptist Church, and that's that's frankly where you know, and I I I sure hope my friends are part of the LGBTQ community are still watching because I want them to hear me say this. There's the other side of that, which is when we somehow, you know, I guess recent polls have said that about less than five percent of our country would say that they struggle with same-sex attraction, and uh, and and again, some people go, don't even call it a struggle, okay. Um, but we've already answered that. What, what I would what I would tell you is that anybody that makes this a special class of sin is doing a terrible injustice. The Bible says um, that there is no temptation but such as is common to man. It's just all temptation is is common, and all of our temptations are different. They come at different times. They have different faces, and we're failing them when we say because you struggle with something I don't, or because most of us don't, you're somehow a special class of uh, enemy of God or an enemy of the church, and I just man, I can't support that. That's abusive. It's wrong. It's unbiblical, and we owe them a severe apology if anybody has ever said that. Now, by the grace of God, uh, because I, you know, decades ago, um, you know, had friends that struggled with same-sex attraction. I learned early on to understand it, and and I has not ever been a practice here at Watermark uh, to treat people in that community a different way. Um, but what, let me just say a few other things. Here's another way I think that we've really got to understand what's going on there. I, in fact, I almost want to do something called you know, um, Homosexual Lives Matter, in the same way that there's this whole thing with the Black Lives Matter. When people say Black Lives Matter, all they're saying is, hey, I want you to understand what I'm experiencing uniquely as a black man. I think the church makes a mistake when it doesn't listen to our friends who are in this LGBTQ community. And when they say you guys don't get us, and we just go, yeah, we do. It's sin. Stop it. There, there's certain things about this sin and about this orientation that make it harder for them. Number one, it's 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 something that uh, because most of us don't struggle with, we do have a tendency to respond to it differently. That is wrong. We need to ask their for forgiveness for that. If we act like we're shocked or repulsed, okay, we need to, we need to go. Hey, that was on me. Forgive me, okay. Secondly. Um, you know, one of the things that they would say is, hey, Todd, you know, you at least have an outlet for your sexual appetites. And I, I would just tell them, I say, you don't know what my sexual appetites are. You assume that because I'm not same sex attracted, that I am attracted to monogamy, which isn't my case. All right? And, um, and so, you know, I, I think what I would say is this is true. A man who desires to live faithfully or a woman, you know, is going to maybe get in community, let's just say somebody in their 20s is struggling with same sex attraction, they're going to be in a community group with other guys. And those guys can love them and encourage them like we've had happen numerous times here. But a lot of the guys that they're in community with who struggle maybe with some heterosexual appetites that aren't consistent with Scripture, they eventually, as they all, them, the heterosexual and the homosexual alike, live faithfully before God um, and practice chastity, well, eventually some of those guys that are heterosexual in their affections might get married. And it's going to leave this guy, you know, his community group constantly getting married off. And he's got to start over and start over again until maybe when he's forty or fifty, he's in a community with a bunch of uh, guys that are divorced and had made other mistakes, and he's just—it's just a much more difficult thing. Also, we got to be careful that we don't treat uh, their failures differently than we treat our failures. In other words, if a guy is in a community group and he just goes, "Hey, man, uh, I love Jesus, but I just—I just gave into my flesh and I just had a same-sex failure," okay? If we go, "What, man? You can't do that. It's offensive." And another guy goes, "Hey, man, I just think I crossed some boundaries with my girlfriend." Everybody goes, "Hey, dude, we all get it." You know, come on, that's a problem. And I've seen it happen, and that needs to be dealt with and repented of. So there, there's uh, lots of ways that I think we fail by not living with with a compassionate and understanding way, understand there's certain challenges, both in bringing things into the light when you're part of this community, because it's a smaller minority of folks who struggle that way, and then also by not understanding how hard it is to live. It's a big ask to ask somebody uh, for a lifetime of chastity, all right? and a lifetime of faithfulness in a sexual area, which if they, you know, because we don't believe that if they love God, their sexual appetites will necessarily change. They might, okay? But uh, if they never do, okay, we, we, we've gotta go, hey, you're, you're gonna be called to a life of singleness and faithfulness, decades of it. And so we ought to encourage you day after day. And then I would just remind us is that we admonish, encourage, and help. We need to do it with great patience. Alright, so those are some of the ways the church has failed and uh, I think there's a lot of ways the church has served them well and let's keep getting better at it. So thanks, for, thank you friends, brothers and sisters in Christ who struggle in this area uh, for being patient with us as we love you and let us tell you why we say what we say. If there is a God and he is there and the scriptures do teach okay, that um, your, your appetites are not to be followed, hey don't call us haters just because we say we believe this is what God says. We can love you and disagree, all right? And so uh, I say a lot, the truth sounds like hate to those who hate the truth. And don't make me a hater, okay? And uh, let's love each other, let's have civil conversations, and you know, wisdom will vindicate itself by our deeds, but let's not make this a special issue. All right. Thanks, Todd. Listen, if you're watching this and, and man, you're out there, and you're in the Dallas area, we invite you. You're welcome to come to Watermark. We would love to see you at one of our services. Please come. There's an email address on the bottom. If you have any questions, any way we can serve you. If you just want to grab a cup of coffee, shoot us an email. It'd be our, pl- our pleasure to connect with you. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Real Quick.